Welcome to the Swine 365 podcast. Never miss a beat on what's happening in the swine industry. This is a swineweb.com presentation. Now, let's get to Swine 365. First episode of Swine 365. What is Swine 365? It's it's a different format to deliver what's happening in the swine industry. Swine 365 is right to the point information with guests, and even sometimes I'll have a co-host. In introducing myself, I'm Jim Eady. When we have a co-host, we'll have a little bit of a host chat segment talking about what's happening in the industry. And I think that that's kind of the format is just delivering what's happening in a timely manner. You can access things on swineweb.com, through our newsletter, through our podcast channel, but we're delivering a bit of a 365 radio show. So trade show roundup from the summer of 2023. A couple of key trade shows, World Pork Expo, National Pork Industry Conference, and the Ontario Pork Congress. I found overall the, the vibe was pretty good at these shows. Lots of innovative technology. A lot of keys have, have been affordable ag tech. People are focused on making their job easier through ag tech, helping with labor shortages. A lot of optimism about turning the corner. I found trade shows have become a little more social and a meeting place for the industry. A lot of producers are doing their research behind the scenes and then going to execute a plan at the trade show rather than going to the trade show to see what's new. Um, I feel like a big question is, can we drive or should we drive outside consumers for pork demand at these shows? Or how can we drive more people looking to get in the industry? So for example, at the World Pork Expo, it's a lot of people in the industry meeting together but should we try to drive consumers there to drive taste for the product through some of the tents or through other activities? And how do we get more people wanting to get involved in the industry there? Suppliers, less suppliers and producers are attending the events probably because the industry is shrinking a little bit. Um, and I still think there's a mentality that you have to attend every show where people think you're out of business. I think, I think the approach is simple. Focus on your business, your customer, and your journey and go where you think you need to go. So I, I think the vibe was, was good at these shows. Post-show, it's a little quiet in the industry, but, uh, you know, I think we, we continue to live and learn. So what is making swine news headlines? The Indiana Livestock Building. So this is opening in the summer of 2023. The new Indiana Farm Bureau Fall Creek Pavilion will be a multi-use building and will be a best in livestock facility, but a modern space that you can host a variety of livestock consumer and sporting events throughout the year. All of the features in the YouTube video are on swineweb.com or swinetv.com. The mashoffs are celebrating successful infrastructure upgrade at the Gothenburg Feed Mill. Again, more details of that are on swineweb.com. You have to check out our latest swineversation conversation with Illinois pork producer Thomas Titus. Um, due to Prop 12 and a combination of labor and economic challenges, he's liquidating and repurposing his business model, and he opens up to me about this. 
uh, again, swineweb.com through our In Swine Versation program. Uh, a new product was released recently, Fira introduces Fira Peas Swine for improved welfare. And Dr. Steve Patterson joins the team as well. So research shows that Fira Peas Swine significantly reduces stress, leading to lower cortisol concentrations. Proven benefits include improved age, average daily gain in feed efficiency, plus a 49% reduction in post-commingling aggression. Do not forget to register for the IPIC South Summit, November 21st in Ames, Iowa. The Gateway Hotel and Convention Center program and registration will be released in August. Uh, so the Iowa Pork Industry Center has a great summit. Names in the news, Laura Granier, named Director of Iowa Pork Industry Center. Zoetis announces the appointment of Esther Bank as the President of U.S. Operations and ADM announces an appointment of Nira McWell as Chief Science Officer. We're going to get to our guest segment right after this. We've got a great guest today on the Swine365 podcast, Gavin McPherson, a risk management consultant from StoneX. Welcome, Gavin. Thanks for having me today, Jim. Great to be here. What is the StoneX Group? StoneX Group is a company that connects clients to the markets. Uh, we're a, a global company that was formed when INTL FC Stone and Gain Capital merged about three years ago. And now we trade under the symbol SNEX, a Fortune 100 company. So what's on everybody's mind right now is Prop 12. How can you help people with impact and influence? Well, I think right now, uh, just by what the futures are giving us, uh, and, I, and I think a general attitude about Prop 12 is a little bit bearish um, with the idea that California is such a large marketplace for U.S. pork. Um, as far as the destination and consumption goes, I think they represent about 15% of uh, U.S. pork demand. And so Prop 12 is very important to the industry. Uh, I think the industry is guessing at how much uh, has, uh, how many sow units have been converted to be compliant with Prop 12, which is something that, uh, you know, the industry is continuing to, to work on. Um, but I think right now, the uncertainty of, of uh, the demand coming out of California here as Prop 12 became enforceable July 1st, uh, no more pork that was uncompliant would be able to be sold into California after July 1st. Any pork that had been purchased prior to July 1st was able to work itself through the system uh, all the way through January uh, of 2024. Um, so uh, up until January 1st, excuse me. So at this point, uh, the question mark now is how much was bought before July 1st and, and how long will that take to get through the California system? Uh, before they're looking for more pork. So that's going to create some more volatility in futures. And, and it's certainly something we're seeing a pretty large discount in those deferred futures relative to the strength of the current cash and cutout market um, that's sort of, uh, I think, being hindered by the Prop 12 outlook. And the last piece of advice you can offer producers or industry people as we head into late summer, early fall, Gavin? 
Well, I think, you know, the markets have been extremely volatile as of late, uh, Prop 12 being a part of that as we got at the beginning of the month. And I think as we look here now towards the end of the month, uh, the grain markets, the feed inputs have been a big part of, of the volatility. I think as a producer, uh, one needs to be focused on their risk management plan, understanding where their margins are, and when the opportunity is provided or presented through that volatility in that marketplace, that you're able to execute uh, and stay disciplined with the, the plan you've implemented. Well, Gavin McPherson, Risk Management Consultant for the Stone X Group, thanks for joining us on Swine 365. Thank you, Jim. Have a great day. Today on Swine365, if you have not heard, swineweb.com has a virtual Hall of Fame. Also access through www.swinehalloffame.com to celebrate our industry leaders and educate people on stories and journeys. Stay tuned for the latest inductees later this year to join Dr. Joe Connor and the late Bill Prestige. If you're interested in market reports or a plethora of industry content, just hop on to swineweb.com. If you have a comment or question on anything in the industry, email us at info at swineweb.com. Thank you for listening to the Swine 365 podcast brought to you by swineweb.com. In a world you can do anything, just don't give up. I'm your host, Jim Eadie.